You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. It was day two of rookies and quarterbacks camp on the campus of Missouri Western State University in St. Joseph. And after the practice, we got an opportunity to speak with safety Juan Thornhill, cornerback DeAndre Baker, and rookie defensive end Josh Kando. So we'll listen to Thornhill and Baker. We'll take a quick break, and then you'll get to hear from Josh Kando. But right now, here is one of the safeties for your Kansas City Chiefs, Juan Thornhill. How's the knee? The knee feels great. I love that coach brought me out here on the, this this little camp right here because I got a chance to just get moving, get my feet back up underneath me, but I feel better than I have in a long time. You still think about the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, the Super Bowl was, it was rough. I feel like we just gotta, we gotta battle, we gotta practice hard and get back to where we want to be. Besides making TikToks, what have you been doing during the offseason? Uh... So I, I don't want everybody to know about my TikTok. You can't be bringing that up. <laughs> no, but I've been uh, working out. I've been eating. I love eating food. Been traveling a little bit. Had some time to go to Vegas to see new uh, hotels out there. So I had a lot of fun this offseason, but it's time to get back to work. You said you didn't participate in OTAs. Was that by design, or did you have some kind of procedure during the offseason? Uh, OTAs, I just wanted to work a little bit more on my knee just to make sure it was 100% for the season. Um, I still got some work out there. I, I was beside Coach Spags communicating calls. I got individual drills just to get my legs moving. I wasn't completely out of it, but it's just it was more of a mental thing just so I could get back in camp and be 100%. Well, you said you felt better, you feel better now than you did any time last year. Were you ever anywhere close to 100%? at any point last year? Uh, honestly, I had to play it off a little bit. I wasn't at 100%, but it was just more about the, like, the mental. Like I had to tell myself, okay, it's going to hurt, but you got to play through it. So that's why when the end of the season came, you saw me making more plays just because it's more mental. And I just pushed myself through that, that mental block. And then I just started to play a lot better. Well, I mean, question, as a rookie, you were playing at like a spectacular level. And I, I know that when you do that and, and you're trying to get back there, sometimes these types of injuries will take like a year's time. How have you managed to like deal with, okay, my body is not letting me here, and like that process of getting back to that rookie season type of level? See, I had conversations with, with Tyron when I told my ACL. He'd been through it two times, and he was telling me that there was going to be some times I was frustrated, and I was going to be like a step slower on the play or things like that. And I saw that during the season. There was multiple times I could have made an interception or knocked the ball down, but I was half a second too late. But the biggest thing is just, like, staying confident, uh, keep working with Rick and the guys, strengthening my knee, stay on top of recovery, and I'll definitely be back to where I was my rookie year. Do you, do you, feel, that, do you feel that you're, you're there at entering this camp? I feel good, 100% right now. Juan, okay. well, the, the AFC Championship game, was. do you feel like that was the, the best that you could give, given the circumstances? And just what did you take from the postseason, given you missed it as a rookie? I mean, I just took it all in because, like, I remember sitting on the sidelines watching the Super Bowl my, my rookie season, and it hurt. And I was just like, I'm going to give everything I got in these playoffs to get back to where we were. And that's what I did. I played my played 100%, and I made some plays, and I definitely feel like I played pretty good in the postseason. 
What do you expect from yourself? You know that you know the playbook. You know what's expected of you. If you are able to be 100%, what do you expect? What kind of player do you think you're going to be? I'm putting myself at the top of the list. I'm, I'm going to compete with Tyron. Tyron's a heck of a player, so we compete every single day. He say he get an interception this game. I say, well, I'm going to get two. That's how we, that's how we just compete against each other. So I'm definitely going to put myself at the top of the list for sure. You said you're glad you got here from the, like the early part of, of camp, and obviously Tyron's not out here. Kind of makes you the old guy in the, the secondary. Has that given you anything to, to be kind of the veteran presence for some of the younger guys this yeah. last couple of days? Yeah, I love it. Just because of the guys. I was once a rookie, and with Tyron, he was, he, we were going through the playbook at the same time, but he had a little bit more. He was a little ahead of me. But with me being a vet out here, there's some rookies that's not really sure how camp's going to go. Basically, I don't have to say a lot. Just tell them to follow me. And if there's calls that they don't know, I'll communicate and walk them through it. If they mess up on a play, it's okay. Everyone, like, you're going to make mistakes. Like, just get through it, forget the play, and move on. Juan, in that same vein, we, we got an opportunity to speak with DeAndre Baker. So what have you seen in him since he, he's gotten here last year and now, and now in this camp? Uh, I see a lot of me in him just because of the fact that he struggled with an injury. It took time. It's, it's just like he was like it was eating him alive just sitting there watching. But watching him out here, he's been doing a heck of a job. He's been getting his legs moving. Look, he looks pretty good to me. How much last year did not having OTAs trying to come back from that injury hurt you versus this year having that all whole offseason to be around the team and be around the club? help you this year getting ready for camp? Uh, I feel like not having OTAs just, that bothered me just because of the fact I wasn't around a lot of the guys. Like I was fighting that battle alone. Just like when you tear your ACL, you just feel like you're by yourself. You want to see the guys around the locker room because you need to have someone surrounding you to talk to them and just like to lift you up sometimes. And I didn't have that, but with this year, I had guys just always around me just, just to joke around in the locker room and have fun. And then like I can also watch football. Like even though I wasn't participating, I was out there watching, getting my calls and communicating with Coach Spags. And that just still allowed me to, to keep up with my game. You saw you a lot during OTAs talking to Spags. Mm -hmm. I mean, what were you guys talking about that year? So like we have drills sometimes, they were out there uh, practicing against each other. And I would just sit deep in the back. I'm making every single call with uh, the corners calls, the safeties calls, just to make sure I know everything, just so I can stay ahead of my game. Well, what is he trying to, in terms of spags, what is he trying to instill in you versus rookie second year to knowing who you are, knowing who you can be when fully healthy? The biggest thing with him, I think, is just turning me into a leader. Because I noticed my rookie season, there was a time I was really quiet, not saying much, Tyron making a lot of calls. And I don't, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that he told Tyron not to say something and walkthroughs one day. Like, he told Tyron not to speak and basically made me make every single call. And I was like, it's something going on. Like, Tyron's not making any calls. I started making every single call loud. And from that point, I just started getting louder and louder. And I feel like that's just him turning me into a leader. When you think about Tyron, we know what kind of player he is, you being fully healthy, you guys like DeAndre, young players coming in. What can you guys as a whole achieve this year in your mind? I mean, we, we got a heck of a football team, so we don't shoot for nothing less but winning the Super Bowl. It's our first time obviously getting you since you signed here in the, in the disposition of your case. What was your biggest takeaway from what occurred there and how did that, what, how does that help you focus knowing that the Chiefs gave you another chance? Say, say it again. What was the biggest takeaway from the disposition of their case and, you know, from the Giants and then to here? What does it mean to you that the Chiefs gave you another chance? Well, it means a lot to me. You know, the Chiefs gave me another chance at a phenomenal organization. I'm just here to work. Happy to be here. How relieved are you to have that behind you? Oh, it feels good to have that behind me. I'm just looking forward to get better every day with my team and just happy to be here. Why, why did you pick the Chiefs when it became clear that you could uh, 
you know, sort of have a chance to, to look at the rest of the league after your first, after your first team? I just felt this was the base, best organization for me. You know, good, good uh, staff, good players. And I knew a lot of guys in the locker room, so I just felt like this was the best organization. Yeah, Greg, you didn't get to play in that, a lot in that last game against the Chargers before you got hurt. But what, yeah. are you pretty satisfied with what you accomplished after being on a football the way you were in that short time? I mean, there's a few things I could have did better, but overall I feel like I, I played well. I could have did a lot of things better, though. Can you elaborate on that? What would you feel like you could have done better? Just a little bit of technique things I have to clean up that I'm working on today. Andrew, how did the uh, re rehab process go? I, I, I know that it probably was uh, frustrating to not be able to maybe play down the stretch in, in the playoffs. Uh, how, how, how do you feel? Where were you at? Oh, yeah, it was definitely frustrating, but Rick and his staff, man, we get in and work every day, and they got me to here. Now I'm back on the field ready to work. What was the hardest part of the rehab, DeAndre, and what was, what was the best thing that you could take from it? Uh, the hardest part was not being out there with the team, uh, helping the guys get better in practice and being able to help the team. And the best part is just being back out there and I'm back on my feet. I can run and do things I wasn't able to do a couple months ago. Did you well, get where are you physically right now? Do you feel like you're anywhere close to being 100%? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty close to 100%. Gary, did you get the sense that you were going to play in the postseason with the main roster had the injury not happened, or would you not? Are you sure? uh, I wasn't sure. I was just going to go out there and do whatever the team asked me to do. And Tyron Matthews said that when you came to the Chiefs, he, he kind of took you under his wing. What has he meant for you in this process of starting with the team? Oh, yeah, he's definitely a mentor in the locker room, you know, like a big brother to the uh, defensive back room and everyone else on the team. So we just follow his lead because he's always a guy who leads by example. So everybody follow his lead. Personally and professionally, if, if you could do something different from last year when you were with the Giants, what would it be? Say it again? Personally and professionally, you know, when you were with the Giants, you had that incident um, while you were with New York. What's the biggest lesson that you take from that? that you can apply to, to keep out of that situation going forward? Uh, just be aware of your surroundings. That's all. That's all I have to take away from that. How beneficial was the uh, the OTA period? I know you weren't actually practicing as you are rehabbing, but being around the guys, the young cornerback rooms, uh, how beneficial was that being around the group, being around Spags more and ready for this moment here? Oh, yeah, I gained a lot. I was in I was in a meeting room that practice with them, so I got a lot of mental reps. So whenever I get on the field, I can be able to help the team and I would be fluid in everything we do. What's the biggest difference between the Giants locker room and this locker room? I mean, it's, we both both had good locker rooms, same chemistry, good players, good coaches around. Has there been anything different with this coaching staff from the, the guys here that you've that you've maybe gotten a benefit of another perspective on with with uh, with Merritt or, or Sam Madison? Say it again. Have you gotten a different perspective from Dave Merritt or Sam Madison so far in your time here? Or maybe you picked up something or learned something from them, their perspective to, to work on your game. Oh, yeah, definitely guys who want you to come in and work every day. They want the best out of you every day, so there's no time to do a little bit here, a little bit there. They want 100%, so they want the best, best out of for everybody. What, what do you want to prove most, DeAndre, in camp in the preseason to, to get you to where you hope to be for the regular season? Well, I just want to help the team and just uh, show the guys that I want to be here and come out there and work and show them that I deserve to be here. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent... You want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate 
in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. We just had the opportunity to hear from Juan Thornhill and DeAndre Baker, and now we continue on with Josh Kando. And now we continue on with Josh Kando. And now we continue on with Josh Kando. Josh, in your time so far here, um, obviously getting your first work over the last couple of weeks, mini camps, and now being here, has there been anything from Brendan Daly working with you that he's you know tried to, to hone in on specifically to grow your game into this rookie year? Uh. What I like is he's been honing in on fundamentals, so it's good to go back to ground zero and just work on that. How's it feel as a rookie to come and be part of one of the best football teams in the league? I know that has pressure with it, yeah. but have you settled in a little bit, and how does that pressure feel? Yeah, I'm like literally literally uh, living my dream, so I just take it day by day and just be happy in the moment, be happy where I am. And I'm excited to get better. Has anyone given you advice, maybe? Everybody. <laughs> All the older dudes have been very helpful, you know, kind of show us the ropes and stuff. So, yeah, I've been enjoying it. When you carried over from OTAs at the training camp and through that time off, did you study the playbook more? Like, what were you trying to do to keep yourself abreast of football? Um, like I said, uh, hold on, what I just said, uh, fundamentals and stuff, um, hands, hips, feet, and knowing my playbook, just knowing little stuff like that, knowing where to be, what to do, you know. You mentioned how the vets are helping you. How beneficial was that time during OTAs and mini camp where you could be around those guys before you came into training camps? So you kind of know what's going on. Like I said, they helping me. Uh, they've been here before me to help me uh, with the basics and stuff, and not only just the football side from like getting the house and stuff and this and that. So they just they've been here already, and yeah, I just listen to them because why not? They already been here. <laughs> you have goals for your rookie year, sack numbers, anything like that? Uh, really, just learn the playbook and. Just earn my role on the team. You mentioned fundamentals with your hands. How often do you incorporate martial arts with knowing hand movements? Uh, I've tried it very like subtly, but that'll be something that'll be pretty cool to work on in the future. What 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 style? I don't know. Here like jujitsu and stuff like that. Uh, that's really all I've heard. Yeah. What is what has Steve Spagnuolo meant to you so far? Um, and and what have those conversations been like working with him? He's been very, I feel like he's been doing a good job helping us learn day by day. Hasn't been trying to rush things, you know? He's been doing a good job trying to kind of ease us in, you know, get us comfortable. So it's just not as much on your plate? As I mean, it's a lot on our plate, but the way that he's handled it, it's been day by day, you know? It's still been a high volume, but he's been handling it well. What are, you, are you looking forward to putting on the pads and being able to, I know it's not going to be ever full out here, but being able to put on pads and be a football player against the bench? Of course, it's football season. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Anything going on between the relationship with you and, and Nick, rookies together, going through this system, knowing that guys like maybe Willie and those guys before didn't have sort of the all-season program? It's nice to have stuff like this, like rookie camps. 
so we can all kind of get a feel together. Uh, the communication and, and things like that, just kind of get a feel for each other, how each other plays, and kind of get our own little vibe, you know what I'm saying? You had a chance during OTAs to, to go after Patrick Mahomes, that edge rusher, and get to see him on the field. What is it when you see a guy like that up close? And I, I know there was a play during OTAs that looked like you were getting to go for a, a pass, to knock it down, and Patrick just sidearmed it around you. I mean, what is it when you see him do those kind of things? He, he's just raw. <laughs> Everything that people say about him is true, but it's different to see it in person. He looks so poised and patient back there. He knows exactly what he's doing. And this one, some of the best stuff I've ever seen in person, to be honest.